0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Legends podcast, where we talk about the amazing events, stories, players, games, and teams shown in the book Legends by Howard Bryant. This book was mainly divided into five sections, all dealing with the different time periods the NBA took place in. The 70s rolled around and the NBA was making big changes. The reason for these changes was because of their rival, the ABA, American Basketball Association, and the ABA was starting to rise in fame. Also around this time, the NBA was starting to introduce new teams such as the Chicago Bulls and the Supersonics, who would soon move to different locations. Basketball, although it was getting popular, it was nowhere near the famous football and baseball. And the NBA had popular teams already located in Philadelphia, Boston, and Los Angeles. Although the ABA started to create teams in Dallas, Pittsburgh, Virginia, and Utah. Now, the NBA and the ABA were both the same sport, but they had minor differences, such as that the NBA had a classic orange ball while the ABA had a red, white, and blue ball. And maybe the biggest difference between the two besides the players and locations was that the ABA was the first league to adopt the three-point line. The biggest problem with the two leagues was that there were so much good players in the NBA and so much good players in the ABA as well. The NBA had players like Wilt Chamberlain, and the ABA had good players like Julius Irvin. This caused a rivalry that caused a lot of drama and confusion to the new viewers. Coming towards the end of the 70s, the two leagues realized that there was a problem and that they would have to come to an agreement. The two leagues decided to merge, taking ideas from both leagues. First off, they settled on keeping the original name of the National Basketball Association, otherwise known as the NBA. And the NBA, although adopted the three-point line and is still used today. And finally, they decided to settle on the classic orange ball instead of the flashy red, white, and blue ball. The 80s were up and a whole new era of basketball was about to begin. To start off, the NBA was in a bad position because when basketball was first invented in the 1940s, the sport was mainly a white men's sport. But since the 1950s, more and more black players started to enter. Eventually, throughout time, black players were starting to get accepted, but there were still people who thought otherwise. Thanks to the Boston Celtics, they were the first team to play five black men on the court at once. And when the game went as normal, people saw this and started to accept it more and more, so did other teams. This isn't even the end of the problems. The NBA was starting to lose fans because people were starting to think it was not worth it to go to the games. It got so bad that they stopped showing the NBA Finals nationally, and eventually they could barely pull in 10,000 viewers. And if you thought that the NBA couldn't get into any more problems, they did. Players were starting to get caught using drugs such as cocaine, and they were making a bad name for the NBA. But then a miracle happened. A man named Irving Johnson, who would soon change his name to Magic Johnson, entered the league and created a new name for the NBA. What made him so great was not only that he knew how to pass, shoot, dribble, and control the pace of the game, but he always smiled and hugged on the court as he loved the sport and had respect for his teammates and others. Eventually, more and more players wanted to play in the NBA, and it started to become a more well-known sport with more viewers. Players like Dominique Wilkins and Larry Bird started to help contribute to the comeback of the NBA. Rivalries started between Bird and Magic and the Lakers and Celtics, which caused drama and more entertaining content for the NBA. The NBA was starting to get a lot more popular faster. The 90s rolled around with the NBA in a far better position. The NBA was already getting more viewers than ever, but some of their best players in the 80s were starting to get older and worse. Because of this, they needed a new batch of great players. This is when the famous Michael Jordan joined, and at first, he wasn't expected to be anything like he is known for today. He got cut from his high school basketball team and was a decent player in college. Little did the NBA know he is now arguably the greatest player of all time. From the time he was a rookie, he was putting up crazy numbers and was already considered one of the best players in the league. Eventually, Scottie Pippen joined him on the Bulls and they created a super team. With Scotty making the passes, steals, and defensive plays for the team, Michael was shooting, scoring, and dunking on people. Now, Scotty was a great defender, but so was Jordan. He has even won a Defensive Player of the Year award. Michael could literally do it all, eventually retiring in the early 2000s with six championships to his name and five MVPs. And although there were other great players that played in the 90s, such as Reggie Miller, Hakeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, and Car Malone, everyone knew that MJ dominated the 90s. The book then starts to talk about the 2000s. While Jordan was dominating in the 90s, a young Kobe Bryant was starting to make a name for himself, and so were some other players such as Shaquille O'Neal, Allen Iverson, and Tim Duncan. Once Jordan retired, these players would need to try and carry on his legacy on so that the NBA wouldn't lose even more viewers. They would do this in multiple ways. First off, Allen Iverson. He amazed everyone with his spectacular dribbling abilities so good that they even crossed up MJ. Also, to make matters better, he was only 6 foot, so he was scoring and even dunking on people at 6 foot tall. Also, there was Shaquille O'Neal, who is now considered the most dominant player to ever play. He would destroy everyone in the paint, and there was nothing to stop him. His size and his height was just to the point where it was unfair. Then there was Tim Duncan, who although was not the most entertaining player, he knew how to play the game. And his nickname was Mr. Fundamentals because, guess what, he played strictly by the Fundamentals. And rarely did flashy moves, dunks, or passes. And, of course, there was Kobe Bryant, one of the best scorers and players of all time. Also, he was known to have the best mentality as he could be seen practicing at 4 a.m. daily, practicing with a broken arm, and fought through injuries mid-game. He was spectacular with his tough fadeaways, game winners, and amazing dunks. He wore two numbers in his career, 8 and 24, so when he was retired, they retired both 8 and 24. Although he is now retired, his legacy will live on forever. The book Legends gives you all the information that you would need to know about basketball. It goes into depth about all the periods and about games, players, stories, and much, much more. Thank you all so much for listening to the Legends Podcast. Have a great rest of your day.